Hey Course Creator, this is Chris from Course Lizards. And before we get started, I just wanted to tell you about one of my favorite online tools. It's called Socialbee. Socialbee is a social post scheduler that you can use to automatically post to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Pinterest, all while you're busy doing other things. Let's face it, none of us want to use social media as our full-time job. But Socialbee solves that problem by allowing you to schedule your organic posts, images, and even videos in advance. Since using Socialbee, my followers have gone up, my users are more engaged, and now I can spend just a few minutes a day responding to posts on social media instead of spending hours. Check out Socialbee at writing.fyi slash Socialbee for a free trial and use code MOMENTUM20 to get 20% off for life. That's writing.fyi slash Socialbee. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome to the Course Wizards Podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. What's up, Course Wizards? Welcome to yet another episode. We have officially crossed 100 like a long time ago. (laughs) Welcome back. I am here today with Chris. How are you doing, Chris? Hey, Ahmed, I'm doing great. I'm excited that we have passed 100 episodes, and I just love that we're like, we're getting into the next 100 real quick here. Absolutely, and I understand you're going to a conference. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, we got a conference in Oklahoma City. It's called WriterCon. It's considered one of the best writer conferences in the Midwest. Uh, It's in Oklahoma City over Labor Day weekend. So when you're listening to this, there's still time to go there if you want to. You can go to writercon.org to learn more and get tickets. And uh, if you you do come by, um, please come and say hello to me. And I'd love to Love to talk to you about your podcasts and or, or the, your uh, uh, your teaching channels and your trainings and all that, and uh, uh, we can have a meal together, or something, have some fun. Your face is on the front page of their site. That's pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's one of those, one of those conferences. I, I've been a part of this conference for something like five or six years. And uh, it's just, it's a really, uh, really good conference. If you want to know about writing, if you want to know about editing, if you want to know about formatting or self-publishing, this is the place to be. There's going to be editors there. There's New York agents there. A lot of writers with a lot of experience. And everyone is just open to sharing the tricks of the trade. So definitely worth coming by. Awesome. Well, let's get into our episode for today. Good luck at the conference, Chris. Thank you. And I understand you're a speaker too. So hopefully we'll get to see that we can share it with our uh, listeners once you get that video. Yeah, that sounds good. We're going to do, uh, I'm actually going to do several talks. I'm going to do uh, one on apps for authors, going to do one on marketing for authors, one on uh, three ways to get published and uh, and also one on writers groups and masterminds. So I'd be happy to share those with our listening audience. And uh, I can even maybe set up some kind of special link so you can get it uh, after the conference. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate that. So we are talking today, Chris, about should you have multiple brands? And before we hit record, I told you I was doing a one-on-one coaching with a client who had this question and I've had this question. So I figured 
maybe a lot of people have this question. Oh yeah, we've had this question too before, you know, because uh, if you if you have more than one thing you do, or even if you even if what you do is similar, you may find that you know I want to have a different brand, or or you may be just thinking, do I want to have a different brand? Because there's a lot that goes along with that. Absolutely, and I kind of struggled with this a lot. Uh, so I have the getnzlr.com, which is my blog, through which I promote NewsHandler. Then I have ZZ Templates, through which I sell uh, templates for NewsHandler sites. And then I also have, I couldn't find my brand name because apparently my name is very popular. <laughs> 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 or I would have bought that too. And then I also have, um, there's a third one that I'm thinking. But anyways, the point is that I have all these different sites now, the problem, as you know, is as you branch out into different services, you are going to need different logos, different fonts, uh, different color schemes for all these different sites. And it can just get too much, right? Yeah. And every site needs to be updated on a regular basis. And you're going to have broken links and you might want to have blogs on each one of these, which becomes a lot of work. And so you suddenly find yourself going, gee, am I spending more time just upkeeping my brands than I am actually promoting them and using them? Right. So, yeah, you, you need you need to ask yourself some hard questions. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. And my take on this, again, after having three, four, five different sites. I remembered my third one. How can I forget? It was the sponsor of this podcast, Zenler Ninjas. Uh, <laughs> so I've created a domain for all three of these. Retrospect, hindsight being 2020, I wish I would have just done one, right? Have mm -hmm. it as a subdomain or maybe have it as like after the domain forward slash your brand name, right? So yeah, that's right. In your case, writingmomentum.com forward slash Chris. Right, because, for, yeah, so so we're an example of this. So we have writingmomentum.com, which is my wife and I's business where we do freelance writing and formatting and all this sort of thing with books, and we also do training. But then we also have our own names, our brands, right, because we publish books. So I publish books under my name, Christopher Maselli, so that's a brand. And then I also have some other business ventures that I do, and uh, uh, but they are related to writing. And so we were at this point where we thought, gee, how do we do this? Do we create three, four, five websites all for each different venture? And it does make sense to do that, right? I mean, it makes sense when you look at it on paper because you think, well, everyone's a little different and all that. But then again, it comes to that point of, are you spreading yourself too thin? Because we realize every one of these has to be updated. If we want to reach number one on Google, we have to work that hard for five different sites. And we decided ultimately that we didn't want to do that. We wanted to do it for one site. So we set up subdomains in the, in the, you know, writingmomentum.com slash domains in order to just make things simpler on us. Um, now, if we ever get super, super big and realize, hey, we need to split the brands, you know, at that point, money may not be an object. But right now, we feel like, you know, it is enough of an object that we don't want to have to try and keep all this up. Time is also an object. Yeah, uh, which about which we're going to talk in our next episode is the opportunity cost, right? Including time. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. You yeah. want to be sure to hear that next episode. Exactly. But that that's what I was thinking, like, do people really care about what domain they're landing on? For smaller businesses like you and I, I don't think anyone cares about what your domain looks like. 
or as long as it doesn't sound like R-rated that they have to type it. <laughs> but most people just click on links. No one types out a domain name anymore. So yeah, why does it matter? That's a really good point. And I, and I think it, it depends on what uh, it is that you're promoting. So for instance, when I do writing momentum, that is something I have to say a lot in conferences on videos. And I know that a lot of people are actually coming to that website. So I wanted to have a .com that was easy to remember, quick to type in. But there are a lot of other things that you may work on that you realize, you know, all I'm doing is driving people from Facebook ads or all I'm doing is driving them from a click somewhere, in which case, who cares what the domain is, right? And because no one's really looking at that. They're just looking at where they end up. And so that's what's important. Yeah. And to go back to one of the things you said, different logos, colors, fonts, etc., now, if you start interlinking between these sites, which will naturally happen, you lose the coherence, right? So someone mm-hmm. is going to go from like a site that is maybe shades of green to shades of blue, and they're going to say, okay, this seems off. Like, why did the colors just change? Am I still on the same site or am I on a different site? So that's another thing to keep in mind. I'm now, uh, I wish I could rewind time and undo everything. I'm slowly going to do it. But now I need to move everything under my get NZLR umbrella, which would be Zenler Ninjas or uh, my ZZ templates. The cool thing is these days it is so easy to do it. You just go into your domain registrar and do a 301 or a 401 redirect or a 201, 301, whichever redirect to tell Google that this business is now permanently redirected to this business. That's right. And, and, you know, creating subdomains is really easy, too. Again, you just go into your registrar, just say, hey, I want to have a subdomain here on my main domain. And what I like is that, again, it's easy to remember. So if, if you've got a website name that people are used to, like we have writingmomentum.com, if I want to create a subdomain for that, all I have to do then is remember you know, subdomain slash dot writing momentum.com. And so it becomes this thing where people don't have to remember something new really, because it's still a part of that whole writing momentum or the, or the part of your main website. Yeah. And you, you can, we can all learn from the big guys, right? You have HubSpot, Salesforce, Coca-Cola, Neil Patel. He has neilpatel.com. He doesn't have 20 different brands, even though he offers 20 different services all those services are still under the same brand. Even Uber Suggest, his uh, keyword research tool, lives on the Neil Patel brand. Because you want to build that, you're basically stretching yourself thin if you have four or five different brands and people are going to be confused. And now you can build authority by saying, okay, I'm going to bring all of these brands under a single roof so people know, okay, I do all of these things. Well, that's right. And when you talk about building authority, that's a great point because it's not just building authority with the customer. It's also building authority with Google. And if Google sees that there's a lot more traffic going to your site, even if they're not coming to your main page, if they're going to a sub page or a subdomain, that still counts. It still helps you. And so, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, build that authority by putting your brands in one place. Yeah. The one time I think it might be okay so let's talk about when is it okay to have different brands, right? Devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, uh, the one time I would think is if you're like me, who's an affiliate marketer, and even for affiliate marketers, I would still suggest having a single brand and make it generic, right? Like onlinecourses.com. 
that yeah. that domain is taken don't go try to buy it because i tried <laughs> but uh-huh. if that's your niche or if your niche is uh, pets so animallovers.com you can write about all different pets in that and still have affiliate links to different products but if you're like no i want to be the go to guy for click funnels so i'm going to buy something that resonates with click funnels then okay that makes sense if that's all you're going to blog about because you want to be the top marketer for that one specific keyword yeah i think it comes down to what as long as it all ties into the same niche so for instance Anything that has to do with writing, publishing, editing, anything like that, anything for authors, I feel safe putting under writing momentum in some degree. Even my wife and I's personal writing websites, because it still has to do with writing. But if I decided, you know, I want to create a whole website about running, right? Well, I'm not going to do that under writing momentum, because that's a completely different niche. It, 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 it just wouldn't be appropriate there. That's when I would create a separate brand. Yep. But I, I have to know now I have to keep up two brands instead of one. Yep, absolutely. I love that example. When you know how to keep up two brands, Chris. You have to get a VA. That's right. You got to get a VA hire, which we're still going to talk about more in an upcoming. We've talked about VAs before. We are going to talk about that more, though, because we've been getting a lot of questions about that. All right, Chris, give us a good recap. Okay, so should you have multiple brands? Well, it really kind of depends, and it depends on what all you want to upkeep. But I think as if you listen to this episode, you'd probably say that Amit and I pretty much agree that you should try to keep everything under one umbrella as much as possible, as long as it's in the same niche. Because otherwise, you have to have multiple logos, color schemes, logins. You have to update everything, and it's just easier to use subdomains or go with the, the .com slash you know, to, to expand your site. Um, we like that, that spoken, spoken hub model. And so uh, uh, that's what I say stick with until you're ready to really get bigger. Absolutely. Thank you, Chris. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in. Again, this is Amit and Chris from Course Wizard Podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so others get notified of all the awesome value bombs that we are dropping. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Keep creating. Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com. 